0: SMS SAFM now on 41391. Hashtag SAFM Viewpoint. And uh, Haranisa Johnston from Musadafin Foundation joins us now on the line and they have been doing incredible work, four years uh, feeding the, 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 the needy and uh, more especially right now as a lot of people are affected by COVID-19. Harunisa, a uh, very good evening t- to you and thank you so much for joining us. Haranisa, can you hear me? All right, we we will try and establish a better line uh, with her just to find out the work that they have been doing through the years during the lockdown. I mean, they have managed to supply over 400,000 people with food during the lockdown and... um, and they they are in need of 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 assistance right now so that they can continue with their great work. There is a possibility we might go into a hard lockdown again, and uh, I mean we some of us felt the repercussions of that in in the first instance, and um, they now need assistance in being able to to um, actually feed those that are in need. As we we look at the prospects of going into another hard hard lockdown we are having coronavirus cases rise exponentially and and so there is that possibility and uh, going into that they're looking into getting assistance from the public and we'll find out more what their organization is all about and what kind of assistance they need i believe that we have you haranisa back on the line a very good evening to you and welcome to safm viewpoint
1: Thank you very much for having us on your radio station the eve of Christmas. I know preparation is done by many, but as you know, for some it might not be as. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I I just want to, uh, you know, I read about your organization and you've just been doing phenomenal work since 1986.
1: Well, officially since 1986, mm-hmm. within the Crossroads, um, our history starts. Um, within Crossroads, we, many m- women and children were affected due to the violence at that point in time. And it was a diverse group of people who came together. Mm-hmm. And yes, we are still going strong.
0: And um, what, what, what need in the community was there to, when you decided that this foundation must be formed? Well, we should have seen in 1980 with the violence in Crossroads with the
1: Viduka, and the fact that many women and children were affected um, due to the crisis in in, in Crossroads, particularly the black, um, what you call black city. Um, What happened there was the women and children were affected within the violence and were lost due to the violence they were they needed accommodation they needed food they needed shelter and in the western cape people actually rallied together through the churches the mosques, the halls that were opened for the women and children that were affected a group of women um not just women um people from a diverse background came together to assist um, those women and children that were affected. Um, I remember Mama Sylvia in opened her home, mm. um, the mosque, MJC offices, the very churches around the Western Cape because so many people were affected and m- many of them were women and children. Mr. Rafin continued even though things, the dust settled a bit and with the new democracy emerging, mm. we kind of reformed the organization because the need for education, the need for empowerment of women was was needed by women. It was an organization where a majority of women. Um House executives, doctors, lawyers. Um, I was a student at that point in time. I came back in 91 and became a full time worker and now heading the organization. Um, but in 1992, even though the concentration earlier was on women and children, 1992 saw the organization having to redirect its um, function in the sense that not to just concentrate on women and children, because we've realized a lot of empowerment were happening mm. amongst the women. Um, but the situation has not changed for women. Abuse was still happening. And we then realized that we need to work with families and not just with women and children. Mm. But at that point in time, I mean, that time it was um, daycare centers that, that emerged, early childhood development. And now we're at the crashes and then free schools, and then early childhood development to the date that we've established 21 early childhood development centres with qualified teachers who became self sufficient self-reliant, and independent Mm. from the organisation.
0: And, I mean, the COVID-19 pandemic that you know not every not anyone anticipated this exposed some of the challenges that we have in our country like poverty and you've been doing this work for years what have you noticed most about this year and where we are as a country and 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 some of the the, the disparities that are there in our society well if you look at 86 and if you look at
1: 2020. Mm. The difference is a democracy. But the situation in COVID was highlighted. And for me, I will talk about, because we work in the Western Cape and we work in Eastern Cape, that the situation for majority of our communities have not changed much. Mm. Yes, we have individuals who have grown, have become educated, moved on out of the areas that they are living in, um, have improved themselves. But for majority of the poor, and, and just to explain to you, Mr. Duffin means destitute, deprived. Mm -hmm. Um, So the meaning of the name is also who we're working with. We were from the destitute, deprived, and we're working amongst that. So if you're looking at the situation, whether you're looking at Crossroads, Nyanga, Kailicha, or Tafelsich and Mitchell's Plain, Hanover Park and Mannenberg, the situation has really not changed. In actual fact, the deterioration within our communities by the surge of gangsterism, drugs, Early childhood, um, early um, pregnancy, early um, children leaving school, has increased dramatically. So, if you're looking at it from a poverty alleviation or community development, a lot more needs to be done in what we are currently, or the situation that we're currently in, compared to the past. The present is very much the past, just in a different form. Just in a different
0: setting. Just
1: Very different setting. You have choices that you did not have Mm -hmm. in the 80s that you have now. Um, The doors are open for you, but very little of us can actually enter or even knock on that door. Mm -hmm. So COVID-19 has highlighted this situation even more than what it, but it was there. It wasn't not there. There were hungry children. I mean, when I say to you uh, a situation where a mother, a child faints because he hasn't eaten, this has happened three, four years ago as well. We, uh, you enter a house and the mother says, and you, you're trying to find out what is the need. We've, we've noticed the child has not been in school, and the mother says, well, there is nothing for them now. We couldn't um, assist. We, you know. She couldn't bring the child to school. She hasn't paid the school fees. Mm. And you see this child faint. Uh, and then the mother says, don't worry about him. He hasn't eaten. It is not his turn today. We find the same situation now where we've had that experience mm. where it was not the brother's turn to eat because mothers have to make choices. We Today, Who eats you today? will eat but not your brother or your sister, because the food is just not enough, and couple that with the HIV AIDS situation, the mm. TB situation that we have within our communities as well. It's just multitude in the problems that we're facing. This is being highlighted with COVID-19, mm. where our government actually had to look at things and say, "We need to feed the people." Mm. But those were hungry people already.
0: Haranisa, I'm going to ask that you stay with us um, just after the nine o'clock in, um, news bulletin. I'd like us to continue with this conversation because I'd like to find out more still about the work that you do and what kind of assistance you need at this time. So if you could please remain with us and we'll continue with this conversation after the nine o'clock news. Yep. Thank you. It's nine o'clock now and Nandi Kabukas is standing by with the news. SAFM 104 to 107 nationwide. Leading the conversation. The Viewpoint, weekdays 8 to 10 p.m. on SAFM. And uh, this is the final 25 minutes or so of the show left. And uh, I'm Nomsam Luli standing in for Songhezuma Beka again this evening. And just before the news break, we were talking to Harinisa Johnston, and she is a director of Musta Dafin Foundation. And they're actually, according to data that has been analyzed by the Ikappa Data for the Western Cape Economic Development Partnership, they were the last largest food distributors in the Western Cape during the lockdown, having fed and supplied food to over 400,000 people and they've been doing phenomenal work. Kharanisa, welcome back. I mean, you were telling us such heart-wrenching stories of sometimes parents having to choose who eats today and who doesn't. Well, that's the harsh
1: reality in in what's happening. And like I said, it's, it's it's not new, but it's still happening within a community devastated by all other issues relating to, as I mentioned, gangsterism, drugs. You know, and and Western Cape is is known for for, for that, and the situation has not changed. COVID nineteen, however, highlighted, mm. you know, what is already happening within our community and the need for government intervention on on all levels, whether it is. Um, Education or feeding, and 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 that is what the organisation do. We actually have a, a hashtag called Feed the Belly, Feed the Mind. Where we even send to people, even if you give a twelve rand, um, you can feed a person a day, mm. and, and 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 that is what the organisation has been doing over the last thirty five years, um, within the communities that we are working in. Mm.
0: And 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 right now, I believe that you know we we. We, we are facing a stricter lockdown. I mean, the situation is just getting worse and government might announce soon that we're going back to a hard lockdown. Who knows? And more, people, um, move, more people's movement is going to be restricted. You're going to get more people as well who won't be able to, to make a living. And so they will need help from organizations like yours. What kind of help are you calling for right now? Well, you know, this week, Ramsa, it has been so difficult because the Serafin
1: used to feed about 15,000 people per day. That doubled um, with the COVID-19. Um, because Many of the people who really supported the organizations were on the other side of the line. And the situation has really tremendously increased in a sense of what is needed. The Serafin requested from the committee, like I mentioned earlier, 12 rand, feed a belly mm-hmm. um, we actually um this week we said how we going to make sure christmas is a beautiful um, day for everybody in the same way we would do for eid you know and normally this is what the organization will do we provide meals mm-hmm. and believe it we could um and we are currently are doing to date We actually today distributed 200 food parcels for 200 needy families, which is very little to what we would normally have because funding was extremely limited and it was an enormous struggle because there's so many different organizations that have emerged. Mm -hmm. But tomorrow we're preparing for our community um, meals so that we can feed almost 15,000 people. We would like to feed the whole 27 that we have on our data. Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, we did not have sufficient funding to purchase food, you know, to make sure that tomorrow is special for all. Mm -hmm. But we are definitely, um, for the seniors, we we could get some lovely um, vegetables and meat, which we got from Woolworths. You know, at least we we got some few things from them. And then we actually had some wonderful donors who came forward. And believe me, up till Wednesday, um, Monday, Tuesday, I didn't know where this food was going to come from. Mm. And thank the Lord, really, um, there were some absolute great donors who came forward so that we are able to cook for tomorrow.
0: Yeah, as well. So you say it's 12 rand per day per person so for people who have the means to ensure that your work goes further and you're able to feed more people how can people go about uh, making contributions to your organization? Well we have um, we have a banking detail
1: mm-hmm. and our bank detail is Standard Bank the account is 072 778 and our WhatsApp number is zero seven nine five six seven three six four five. And also, what people can do is go onto our webpage, which is Z A. And and if they have anything that they would really like um, to sponsor us we would truly appreciate like i mentioned for one person Mm. to give 12 rand but we're also asking people to commit themselves to give a 12 rand every month and our target was to get a million people to give 12 rand that we actually are able to feed every day you know and like as helen keller once said alone we can do so little Together, we can do
0: so much. Absolutely. And the work that you have just been doing and the dedication that your organization, you know, the way it's been dedicated to uh, feeding these Cape communities has just been phenomenal and they've been doing it since 1986. So what we'll do, uh, Haranisa, is also share the details. I've got them. I'll ask Kanya to share them on our Twitter page as well and we'll retweet and just get the, the message flowing so that more people get in touch with your organization. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. And thank you very much for having us. But if there's a one Samaritan listening that would
1: like to sponsor a pot of food for 3500 that that pot, a 100-liter pot will feed 250 people. Please call the Mr. Ruffin Foundation because we would want Christmas to be... And for those who are enjoying Christmas, may they have a wonderful and beautiful united Christmas with their families and God bless.
0: Thank you so much. Let me repeat their contact numbers again. So their office line is zero two one six three three zero zero one zero, and you can also contact them via WhatsApp. That number is 79 567